Are you entertained? All right. What well, real quick, Fountain? Oh, good go move, Deshaun Watson, uh, to make sure all your money was guaranteed as a preemptive move for this suspension, my guy. Very savvy business move on your part. Mm, mm, clap, clap. All right. Are you entertained? What have you been watching? I mean, shit, the shit that entertained me recently, man, I went to the theater and I watched uh, I watched Top Gun. That motherfucker Tom Cruise, man. Tom Cruise has to have made a deal. Tom Cruise, <laughs> Tom Cruise <laughs> is like white Pharrell. Like, he's, yeah. how does he look so good yeah. as a white Same guy? Age. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it is an amazing shape. He's out there doing these stunts. That Top Gun, I don't care what any of you say. That shit is a classic. This but I haven't the second seen one is way better than the first one. And it just, it was well done, dog. It was well done. So, full disclosure, I saw the first one for the first time January, February this year. Me too. I right. saw it before I went and saw the second one. Okay. And so to not have the nostalgia from the 80s, I just watched it as an old school 80s movie. And I, I got it because I actually recently watched Terminator, some of them. So I get the 80s feels and it was entertaining. Um, I have not seen this current one yet. Um, you haven't seen this? I've heard. Dog. You have to see I, it. To see it. I, I know. See it I just like it. All right. All right. Maybe I'll go. You know, maybe it's I'll a catch lot a late. Better than the first movie, man. Maybe I'll catch a late one after we finish uh, our and report. Then Friday, today. I already got my tickets to see Thor. Like I can't wait to see this Thor. I'm not motivated. I'm not motivated to go see Thor. I'm, I, I like I, the, the Thor. The, uh, Thor's ain't the Thor's franchise has not done it for me at all. I've enjoyed it thoroughly. Uh, I think Buddy's really good as Thor, so I'm definitely interested to see this movie. Well, so I I got a movie, too, um, that I watched, and it's uh, Bob's Burger, the movie. Listen, brother, when I tell you your boy is in love with something, Bob's Burger, do you even know who that is and what it is? I have no idea what you're talking oh, about. Oh, man, you need to get your life. I think I think it's on FX. I think the FX of Fox is the network that broadcasts it. You can get old ne- uh, episodes on um uh, the Cartoon Network, but I, you know, it popped up on TV. People watch it. I heard about it. So kind of when I started, when I watched Top Gun earlier this year, I went ahead and went to the first episode, first season of Bob's Burger because they're up to twelve seasons now. And when I tell you my favorite family, kind of how I used to love the Cosby Show, the Cosby's, this is this is my new family. I don't have to watch anything else. If it's not sports, it's probably 80% chance that what's on my television is Bob's Burger just playing over and over and over again. I am a fan, um, and I've, I, still, I saw the movie twice. And so you, you didn't even know they had a movie, but the movie came out uh, Memorial Weekend, and I've seen it twice. And, you know, I may go see it again probably before I see Top Gun because uh, I just love Bob and the Belchers so much i have no idea you don't have nothing to add you don't even care all right Let's <laughs> what you what you've been uh what you've been listening to you laughing like i said i'm I moving on bob at the belches um uh, what have i been listening to 
Outcast, man. Outcast, Outcast, Outcast. The Quemini. Which ATM. one? You the Quemini back ATM. and forth. Yep. How often do you play Southern Player List? Because I know that was, you know, I'm a little older than you. So what that means for me is different from you. So how, because that's my number one Outcast album. My favorite song in Southern Player List. It's that southern playlist that can lack. Uh, I play it, man. I play it. It stays in the rotation. Not as much as AT Aliens and Equimini. AT Aliens and Equimini are easily my favorite albums. Man. Easily my favorite uh, Outkast albums. Um, I love them all. Don't get me wrong. I love them all. I feel you. I feel you. Southern Playlistic is my third favorite Outkast oh. album. Um, mm. It's not, to me, They're it's too not brutal. better than AT Aliens and Equimini. But uh, mm-hmm. I mean, Southern Playlistic to me like has classics on like Hootie Who, uh, tight like hallways, Players out ball. always, Players uh, ball. I just love it, dog. Like I love Southern Playlistic. It was I'm my introduction to the Goody Mob. Yup. But uh, on what? On paid dues? No, not on paid dues. On oh, get up, get out, get something. Get up, get out, and get something. Zelo has a great verse on that song, dog. <laughs> every it. time, every time I'm feeling lazy, I hear that yep, Zelo. Yep, I hear yep, that Zelo. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> I get high, I love- but I don't get too high. Uh, so I'm with you on that. But I mean, dog, Equimini to me, like Return of the G. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, like when he when you know when that song and when. When he's like, "What's up with Andre? Is he on drugs?" And he's cold is gay, <laughs> like you know, they just—it's just such a hard intro to me. To and Equimini, an has that uh, synthesizer. Then they ain't had on Equimini synthesizer, but you know, oh man, to, to me, dog, oh, you know, man. the hardest song, verse on that. Hmm. The hardest song on Equimini to me. Is uh is liberation? Yeah, I mean, you said yeah. You it's 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 a whole song. It's, like it's long enough. It has the singing. It has the rap. It has it has everything that a song. Dog, every can person have. that gets on that song says some shit with their verse. Yeah, man. Like they didn't come. Yeah. Nobody came on that shit half stepping. Everybody mm-hmm. knew what time it was. Either you come correct or you get embarrassed. Like that's the, the level that song is on. Like if you listen to the words in that song, uh, just phenomenal to, in, in my opinion. Phenomenal. Uh, there's all kinds of shit, man. On Equimini, Wailing. I love that song. You know, in the zone like Kaiser Sose, always a usual suspect. Uh, but At Aliens has two of my favorite songs ever, dog. Uh, Jazzy Bell is one of my all-time favorite songs, and and Thirteenth uh, Floor, Growing Old, uh, on AT Aliens is is one of my all-time favorite songs. Now, so, did you have you heard the Jazzy Bell remix with Babyface? Yes, I have. The, I actually, yeah, you would love yeah. this. I actually yeah. have the CD yeah. still of the yeah, I do too with Babyface. I do too. So, I do too. Um, yeah, yeah I mean, I still prefer the original. There's something to me about no, no, I do prefer the original because the baby face. Uh 
while I love Babyface's voice and him singing that part, there's just something to me that I, I like about the original where the chorus has no, like, it's just... When he saying, if you style. really want to be my boo, straighten up your... St- I'll be with you. Like, baby that's Babyface. <laughs> that's Babyface straightening them. You know, AT Aliens, like I said, has two of my favorite albums. So AT Aliens is probably my favorite Outcast album. Then, uh, then Equimini, man. Well, I've been on a rotation of Lupe Fiasco's last album. Um, I'll pull the title up in a second. Kendrick Lamar's last album. And Jack Harlow. Like, I can't go away from either one of them for too long. And they all, each of them give me something different. Um, I think Kendrick, you know, he makes me, it's a thought provoking, contemplative, look at self type album. Um, I think he jumps out hard with N95. Um, The other track um, that he he got um, with uh, Ghostface Killer, Shut the F Up, When You Hear Love Talking. Like, that's so much power in that song, in those verses, in all of Kendrick's verses. But then Lupe and Kendrick are both conscious rappers, but Kendrick's a little more aggressive in, in how he speaks and how he teach and how he preach. Lupe is so smooth, so creative, so calm, and the music's musicianship, the music, the instrumentals, that go behind each track. Like I just find myself going off into like a whole nother zone, like 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 an imaginary place when I'm when I'm I'm taking in Lupe. And that was this one and his last one, uh, Droga's Way. Um, but then, you know, and I don't, you know, I don't know how the world receives Jack Harlow, because I'm not in all the social media places that they may talk about this stuff. But this dude can spit for as young as he is. He has his old soul. And his album is kind of like in that two-change space for me. Where on a Friday, from Friday to Sunday, when I'm just looking to kick back, chill, get in my zone, I can just put Jack Harlow on repeat. That that uh first class, that G L A M, like all of that. I love everything that he's done. His last album was hot, I thought. But um, this second album, um, I think it is another great one. And I hear different things in the stratosphere about him, but I love Dude. His two albums collectively have been better than just about any album that I've heard from Drake. Drake is a better talent. Drake has a whole lot more hits than all these other things. But in terms of making a quality album, I feel like I'm still waiting on something from Drake. Well, that this album that Drake just dropped, that dance shit is awful. <laughs> I had no business dropping an album where he's just singing. Like you can't. Stop. There's a big difference between being able to sing, for example, like I don't know, Whitney Houston. Whitney Houston can sing. Drake can't sing, man. He can hold a note. Yeah, he do, he'll do better than you and I. He does. Yeah, but I don't want to hear him hold a note for a whole album, dog. Like that's not that's not it's not the kind of singing album I want to buy. I feel you. I feel you. But it's you know, trash. I also Drake felt sells. the album before that, which Certified Lover Boy, was also garbage. Yeah. 
I mean, certified had a hit. He, he always has a hit or two. You know, I always haven't heard hits. this. I haven't heard this last album at all, so I'm not sure what not hits are the on list. there. But he he always has a hit, and he makes good say. music. That's you know he got a track with uh um Churchill Downs on uh Jack Harlow's album, where it's very little hook, if any. But both of them take turns spitting for a bunch of bars. And when I tell you it's fire, that, that's my favorite song on the album, Churchill Downs. But again, Drake got the talent. He just hasn't done it in the album for me. Um, Doc, you heard Benny the Butcher and J. Cole's song? J. Cole, man. Like, I wouldn't stop. And Benny the Butcher's verse to me is hard. Right, it's hard. <laughs> Benny the Butcher go hard. Yeah, because Benny the Butcher just go hard. Like that's what Benny the Butcher does, right? But dog, I, if I was, I wouldn't put J Cole on the track with me, dog. Like I just wouldn't. <laughs> I I would stop doing that shit. And you know, uh, would you? you and I run some circles where some people think he's like whack or something. I don't even understand how that could come out your mouth. Like you could tell me you don't like him. You don't like the music. Like, like I, I get all that, dog. But to say that J. Cole is whack, like, dog, when he's on the track with other people, he usually annihilates them. Like, just, just massacre. And his verse on this Benny the Butcher song is, to me, out this world, man. <laughs> and, you know, and what I'm appreciating even more with J. Cole is he bringing his crew with him because that Dreamville 1 and mm -hmm. that Dreamville 2 is rare that I listen to a compilation album over and over, right? Play mm -hmm. it once, two times, hear the hot tracks, maybe go back to them, what have you. Um, but Dreamville, that whole, that whole thing that they're doing is, is amazing and what what still blows my mind is as hot as Earth Gang is, J.I.D., all those individual entities that form in the Dreamville, every track, every song, every track that J. Cole is on is always the best one. Yeah, it's always like, the yeah. best one. Dog, that, and, 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 and the song, he talks about killing rappers on songs, dog. You know, that part where he talks about Jesus has me featured on a track, I'll probably go to hell. Like, he's just killing these bars and these verses, dog. He's figured out the matrix. Because, you know, when he first came out, you know, the album with him sitting on the roof and all that, it was okay. He had some songs in there. But I couldn't say I was a fan. But the stuff that he's released most recently, um, yeah, the dude, he, he's figured something out. He, he's he's done, figured out the matrix. songs, like, where I just feel like you everyone could relate. Like, um... Wet Dreams, dog. That song? Yeah. Where he talks yeah. about delayed for the first time. Like, it's just very relatable, you know? <laughs> like, you think. But even, even the song he did about Kevin Hart, you know, and his misbehaviors and his, his, in his relationship, like, you know, it's not a club banger by any means, but the skill at which he tells his story through somebody else's voice, that, like, that's talent. That's talent. So, yeah. The neighbors, like, He's just a talented dude, man. He really is. Um, big props to him for that verse. He killed that shit. What you been reading? 
what have I been reading? Well, like y'all could tell by this room, kind of a little bit of a sneakerhead. So uh, I've actually been reading a history of Jordans from Jordan 1 to Jordan 14. That is what I've been reading. How do you tell that history? How do you read that? What is, is that a book, a poster? How do you yeah, read Yeah, it's that? like, uh, it's a thick, it's like a magazine that's like this thick. <laughs> and yeah, it's just got a lot of images in it, a lot of pictures. I'm a big Michael Jordan fan. Um, love the shoes, you know, just love the nostalgia of it. So for some casual reading, that's what I've been reading about. Any, what, what? What do you gain from reading the history? What does it do for you? Uh, just a greater knowledge of the shoes, like, and, you know, maybe some colorways that I wasn't aware of, but um, it's a greater knowledge of the shoes, when he wore them, what games he wore them, what historical things might have happened in them, um, what other players wore them. So just mm -hmm. more like for nostalgia than anything. No, hey, I respect it with a K for sure. Um, so I've been, I, been reading and finally finished the complete stories of Sherlock Holmes. It took me three years. Not as long. It's a lot of books, um, a lot of stories. But I took a break because I had hit the last one probably somewhere in 2019, if not at the latest 2020. And I just didn't want to finish. I wasn't ready to say goodbye. Uh, I am like you talk about Jordan. I love Jordan, too, but I'm fictional characters i'm a huge sherlock holmes fan the movies well. the books the stories and i really love the brilliance that he exudes you know to talk about unsolicited genius right like sherlock holmes lived and existed solely in his genius zone he knew what his strengths were he knew what he could care less about but when it came to being that detective, being that investigator, being that scientist, being that problem solver, he took that and ran with that. And the whole, his community, the world that he existed in, knew it and came to him for it. And the way he, the, the things he would observe, the way he would break down his analysis of people, places, and things, um, beautiful in character, but even more props to the author. Like how do you even tell that kind of story? I don't know. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I just finished it. Arthur Conan, Arthur Conan Doyle. Um, I just finished my last book for Sherlock Holmes. All right. On that, we'll take a break and we'll be right back. unsolicited genius um, before we wrap up the show want to announce that um, in addition to as I said in the beginning this being our 20th, 20th episode which is a huge mark for all podcasts 
uh, only 1% of podcasts to date go past the 20th episode. And in addition to just me, Mo, um, Craig, again, prayer to him and his family. Uh, but what we with our producer, Joe Nitty, we're going to keep doing this. So unsolicited genius isn't going anywhere. Um, but what I want to announce is that we are growing. So what you're watching and participating in tonight on the go for it will be what we call Unsolicited Genius Live. So Unsolicited Genius Live, you'll join us on YouTube. You'll play along as you have with us tonight. We'll continue to record and push them out once we've uh, done our editing. So everything that we've been doing, we're going to keep doing, and that's Unsolicited Genius Live. Two new segments that we're adding, they'll be, you'll get the updates and alerts as they get pushed out, are Thoughts of Genius, which will be me giving you a few minutes of my thoughts, ideas, um, perspective on what's happening within and around us. And the other segment is Conversations with Carlton. So if you are on YouTube now, you can go to our page, Click on the playlist and you'll see Unsolicited Genius Live, Thoughts of Genius, and Conversations with Carlton. And just so that we could keep the energy going, we have new episodes of those segments out there for you. So go ahead, tap into the playlist and enjoy. And know that Unsolicited Genius is going to keep going. We thank you all for being with us for what? over a year now. So we're like a year and a half because we started at January, 2021. So we're about a year and a half in, 20 episodes in and a whole lot more to come. So we thank y'all for being with us. With that, continue to like, continue to subscribe and share. Um, if you vibe with us, there's somebody else in your circle in your world who might benefit from it as well. So like it, subscribe it and share it. Um, special thanks to our sponsors, Legacy Wear, where your legacy awaits at www.legacywearus.com. So L-E-G-A-C-Y-W-E-R-U-S.com. Also thanks to Megacore CBD, Broad Spectrum Hemp Derived CBD, the way nature intended. You can find them at www.megacore.com cbd.com and the next thank you is to aura rainwater rainwater for your soul hydrate and elevate with aura rainwater and they can be found at www.auraurainwater.com all right and before we say goodbye we are bringing back our accolades we haven't done them in a little while and so, Mo, you have some accolades you wanted to get out. Um, just really just wanted to ask for your prayers. Uh, one of my students is a great young lady. She unfortunately was diagnosed um, with leukemia recently. Um, she took a positive step today. She had a successful surgery. She's a uh, she's gonna begin chemo. She's strong. Just smile that'll light up a room kind of girl. Just please um, keep her in your prayers. And um, 
you know, I know she'll beat this, but I am very worried. Um, but, uh, you know, through God's grace, I know she'll make it through this. She'll be, she'll be in high school soon, and she'll be annoying me as always. So I look forward to that. Is up. My accolade, um, I want to give a shout out to your nephew, my son, Khalil. Um, <laughs> as I said, we started this podcast in, 20, in 2021. And in that time period, he has been in virtual school. He has been in person school. He was in fourth grade when it started, and he was virtual until January of this year. So half of fourth grade, all of fifth grade, and the first half of sixth grade, most critical, one of the most critical, pivotal years in their lives, he started virtually and then transitioned to the school for the first time um, in person in January. And so suffice to say, he endured, like the rest of the country, a lot of stresses. Um, the study in the school from home uh, was tough. Um, not a lot of connection with friends, not a lot of connection with sports, which he loved. But despite it all, you know, your nephew managed to average all A's um, in sixth grade. He was inducted into yeah. the National Junior yeah. Honor Society. Um, he, they, the state assessment test in Texas is a star and he, uh, in reading and math is a master in his class. And so, you know, I know a lot of people might say, maybe not you Mo, but our listeners might say the apple doesn't fall far from the tree, which I appreciate, <laughs> but I didn't go through that. I didn't have to shine in a virtual space. I didn't have to shine removed from my friends. I didn't have to shine in the unknown that life in our country has been for the last two, three years. And so many kids have struggled understandably and justifiably so in this dynamic. Um, but my kid in both worlds, virtual or in person, um, still managed to let his light shine. You know, we had some late nights, we had some tears, dad can you know, be a little pushy at times. Uh, so can Granny. <laughs> That's where I get it from. But he he shined. And so I'm proud of him. And I felt like, you know, when I look at what we're about, Unsolicited Genius, we, we, we value and appreciate brilliance. We value and appreciate authenticity. Um, and I think my son exhibits all those things. And so I just wanted to give him a shout out. Um, he might be listening. He might not. Uh, hopefully, um, he'll get to connect with this soon. So, yeah, shout out to Khalil. Khalil, you and, deserve it, buddy. You deserve everything you get, man. Like, such an amazingly hard worker. Khalil, if you are listening, do not cuss like me. I know you don't cuss, but just in case, do not cuss yeah. like your own. Uh, yeah. And for for a... Uh, 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 a damn coon award. Oh my God. Herschel <laughs> Walker, <word>. please stop. <laughs> Herschel Walker. If I hope Herschel Walker is listening. If you're listening, please stop. It's embarrassing. It's in doc. The Republicans will run anybody at this point. Herschel Walker has no business being a United States Senator. Stop it. Just stop it. 
Everything that comes out of his mouth is a lie. He's talking about Jesus had multi-personality disorder. He was the son, the Holy Spirit. Like, just stop it. It's embarrassing. Doc, the, the Republicans, they'll run anybody if they think they could win. Marjorie Taylor Greene, let's run her because she'll win. Herschel Walker. Doc, I've watched press conferences where Herschel Walker just gets stumped by a question. And out of nowhere, he'll just go, the election was stolen. We're going to take back the White House. Like, and it's like, Herschel, why do you beat women? The election was stolen. We're going to take back the White House. What? <laughs> what are you talking about? Doc, I can't stand to see a black man, and this goes for Herschel Walker and Bill Cosby, get up there, use their podium to criticize other black men. Like Herschel Walker went out of his way to to paint this narrative of the black father's not there for his child, blah, 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 and how disgraceful it is. Well, guess who isn't there for his children? Herschel Walker. Yeah. Who are you yeah. to criticize someone else when you are a piece of shit that isn't yeah. there for his kids? You are, he did are do a that. woman. You are a woman beater. And you excuse your behavior by saying that's one of your other personalities. What a crock of shit. And that, it, it's, it's unreal that he's even running. I can't uh, believe it. Every, I, I feel like I'm watching like a CNL, a, a Saturday Night Live skit. It just shocks me. The whole, is, the it, all, it all feels like a skit. It's just as real. I think that's my January 6th hearing. Like it, it, it just feels like it's unreal, but it's real. It feels like fiction, and we say art imitates life. So there you have it. Herschel right. Walker. Doc, anybody in Georgia that could hear the sound of my voice, whether Republican or Democrat, you can't honestly vote for Herschel Walker and think that this is a good decision. Somebody gonna do it. Somebody and, gonna do it. And the other part about it, Carlton, is it, he's like the perfect black guy for them. He's he's just a puppet on a string. Herschel will do what we tell him to do. Mm -hmm. Herschel will vote for what we want him to vote for. Herschel will mm -hmm. say no. When Herschel gets in trouble, you know what we'll tell Herschel to do? Say the election mm. was stolen and we're going to take back the White House. Yeah. And, and he's allowing them to play him like this because he doesn't know any better. And it's sad. It's pathetic that this yeah. is a candidate for the yeah, United States. I, that's my takeaway. You know, I enjoyed Herschel as an athlete, and, you know, that's so long ago. That has nothing to do with who we see I today. I despise him as a human being. Let me say well, let me say it different. I think his who I valued him as as an athlete does not reflect on who he is today, although it may be impact from sports a la cte and other things that may be causing some of this behavior not to excuse it regardless the republicans ch chose him cte not cte so this is who they want but um i'm more saddened than frustrated with herschel because it's it's off but then i also look at it as a reflection of our country that that he's who they want running for office um, so they could right. say so they could say they have a black guy like they can't get you a me so you know they got to do what they like, got to do it's like tim scott from south carolina right carlton he's mm. he's not my cup of tea you know i don't like him but 
I don't look at him and think like he's 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 mentally incapable of his position. <laughs> I look at Herschel Walker and I think, can Herschel Walker can he spell mm. Herschel? Like I have my uh, doubt. Like if you ask Herschel uh, Walker to spell Herschel, do you think he could spell Herschel? I don't know. You know what I'd love to see? A spelling bee between him and Mike Tyson. Mike will win. Mike will win. Can we get um, Swiss Beats to set that up? <laughs> Can we get that on the versus? Versus. All right. Well, our last but not least, shout out to the producer, Joe Nitty. We always Nitty. find a way to make him do some extra work. Um, but he does great work for those who saw our promotions, those who see anything that comes from Unsolicited Genius, produced by Joe Nitty. Um, we keep him pretty busy. You know, if you if you got a project and you want some feedback, want some producing, you got to go through me and Mo first. But uh, Joe Nitty is out there doing big things for in the space of music, entertainment and video. He's very good at what he does. And you know what that means. He expects to get paid. Pay my guy. <laughs> All right. So before we head out, thoughts of genius. Um, as we said, it is a standalone now, but we will continue to just share thoughts and tidbits on the show, Unsolicited Genius Live, as we go. And so today's topic is feelings. And I quote Nas when he said, listen, vultures, I've been shackled by Western culture. You've convinced most of my people to live off emotion. To be human is to feel. To be alive is to have emotions, be it anger, be it sadness, be it absolute joy and passion. We all feel what we all also have is choice. When you feel an emotion, when you feel, when you have that feeling, nothing nothing, absolutely nothing requires you to act on that feeling or emotion in the moment. In particular, those feelings or emotions that result in destructive behavior. When I look at our country, when I look at the violence that plagues us, I don't have the stats to speak to the facts. But if I were to put a dollar on it, I would bet that 95% of the violent acts committed in this country are predicated on somebody's inability to handle their emotions. There's mental health, yes. And there are many people suffering and struggling from mental health that has nothing to do with anything they did. They're chemically, environmentally impacted, and that's what it is. I'm not talking to them or about them. I'm talking to that guy whose girl hurt his feelings, and all he can do is blast her on social media about it. I'm talking to that girl whose guy her, her feelings, and she's torching his vehicle. I'm talking to that young man that isn't able to get dates for whatever reason. 
taking his automatic rifle to a parade and just randomly shooting people. I'm talking to the supremacist whose feelings are hurt because he's not able to get the job he wants, but instead of going within himself to figure out how he can rise to the occasion, he blames Black people, Hispanic people for, for taking his country away, joins up with some group of men who feel the same way, who are having the same emotions, and as a group, they choose to put all their faith in this man called Donald Trump and launch an attack on, a, on the capital of the United States of America, right? All these things, as separate as they are, are all connected in our ability to or not to handle our emotions and handle our feelings. If somebody hurts you, speak to it, acknowledge it, honor what you feel. You don't have to slap them. You can talk it out. You can seek counsel for it. And you can meditate. There's so many alternatives to acting out. You are right to feel what you feel. Your emotions belong to you. If somebody wrongs you, what you feel is justified. If you don't get that job, Mr. Man, that you want, it is well within your right to be disappointed. It is well within your right to feel let down, but it is not your right to discredit an entire race of people, climb your ass up on the rooftop of a building and start shooting people at random. That is not your right. To be human is to feel and as much as feelings may be the fuel to who you are, you do get to choose where you drive your vehicle. And on that, we say good morning, good afternoon, good night. This has been the 20th episode of Unsolicited Genius. Thank you for being us with us before. Thank you for being with us tonight. And thank you for being with us for all that is to come. We'll catch you next time.